Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we hope that uh, this can bless you throughout your life journey, even into eternity. There's a word coming out of the Bible that can encourage us, sustain us, and uplift us as we travel along this way. And today we're just looking at Luke's Gospel, 17th chapter, the 32nd verse, where it says, Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. Jesus was being questioned by some of the religious folk and he had just freed and delivered the 10 lepers from their leprosy and only one came back to say thank you. And he began to ask Jesus about the times that he shall return, how many, so many people be going about their own business to and fro and not concerned about God, not concerned about having a relationship with him. They'll be marrying and working and drinking and continuing with the things that you call normalcy of life, almost like the time of Noah, where they were so busy that they didn't realize that the flood was coming and listened to Noah. And also like Lot's time, where sin that came and come and was so rampant upon the face of the earth that God got tired of it and nobody was concerned about what was going on. So he's reminding the people, don't get like Lot and the people at Sodom, where they were so contented and had a reprobate mind that what was going on, they just settled for and believed and did it. So Jesus was reminding them not to be like Lot's wife who was turned into a pillar of salt because she looked back and turned back when she was walking with God. And she became a pillar of salt, soul lost for eternity, never again to be seen. And when you look at what Jesus said, he could have said not to be like the soldiers at the cross, that did not know who he was, except for one. Don't be like the children of Israel who were walking in bondage and walking in circles for 40 years, never moving forward with God until a whole generation had gone and passed away. He could have said not to be like Adam and Eve and take of something that they shouldn't have and follow Satan and take their eyes off God. But he specifically said Lot's wife. So you have to look at what was going on in Lot's life so you won't make the same mistake because Jesus said it with some strength. Remember Lot's wife when you think about the coming of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because he's going to come like a thief in the night. Will you be ready? Are you prepared? Are you making 
preparation for the meet King Jesus. One day you're going to have to do it. I know that they don't know the day or the hour, but one day that day and time is coming. There's a meeting that you will not miss. And that's between you and God. Only he knows the time and the designated hour. But it is to come. So when you look at Lot's wife and look at her life, she was blessed. She had so many blessings in her life, just like we do. If you look around, you can say that you really are blessed. Uh, you got the necessities of life. You got a relationship with God or the ability to have one. You, you have things that you can go and get to eat and you don't have to raise your own food. You don't have to go and get your own pitcher of water from the river. You don't have to make your own clothes. You don't have to grow your own food and build your own houses. Those days are over. You have help now to help you meet some of the necessities of life. Just like Lot's wife. First of all, she was blessed because she had a relationship with Abraham. Abraham, the father of the Jewish nation. Abraham, the man that God knew and walked with. I'm pretty sure somewhere along the line that Abraham um, showed her some love because she was married to his nephew, Lot. And Abraham loved Lot, his nephew, so he had to show her some love. He had to talk to her and say something about God somewhere along the line as they journeyed from their homeland. Uh, she saw Abraham talking to God. She saw Abraham walking in faith. She saw all these things. And by being around him, she couldn't help but have the faith like Lot had. Not only that, by knowing Abraham, the father of the Jewish nation, she also was married to Lot. The Bible says that Lot sat at the city gate of Sodom. The only people that sat at the city gate were the mayors and the political leaders. In other words, he introduced people to the city when they came in. That's what the Bible is saying. So Lot was a political leader. He must have been something like the mayor because he was blessed financially and cattle and sheep and all those things that God provided for Abraham. So she was blessed by having a husband that uh, was in a uh, leadership role and had authority. She was blessed. Had everything that she could desire in her husband and their relationship in love. Not only did she have everything with having a family and cousins and um, Abraham there to shore and lot her husband to lead her in the right direction as a leader. But the Bible says that when uh, Sodom had green grass around it and Abraham and Lot had to separate because their sheep workers were getting into fights and they couldn't stay together. So Abraham said, which way do you want Lot? Do you want to go the path with green grass or do you want the path with stone and sand? And he chose to go the green paths toward the place of Sodom. And the Bible said he pitched his tent toward Sodom over in the green grass. Hmm. 
that lets me know that uh, his house, Lot's house, was surrounded by green grass and um, was a place of fertile land. So his wife was blessed to have a house that a tent that was around fertile land. That must have must have been water somewhere around it and had green grass, the Bible says, close to a city, a metropolis, where she could get anything that she needed. So she was blessed with her possessions. So she had Abraham in her life. She had a husband in leadership role in the city. She had a wonderful house and green grass all around, meaning fertile land. Hmm. She was so blessed that even God sent angels to knock on her door that night and tell her and her husband to get out of town. And when the angel came to see Abraham, they asked, Abraham asked, say, well, if you're going to destroy Sodom because of what is going on in the city, if you find 40 people that are good, will you not destroy the land? And God, the angel said, if I find 40, Abraham said, what about 30? What about 20? What about 10? All the way down to five. Because Abraham knew that he had Lot and his wife down there. And he did not want anything to happen to him. So the angel said, if I find five, I'll save the city. And so the angel knocked on their door that night. She had favor from God. So how do you go from having favor for God when the angels come to your house to tell you to get out of town before God destroys the land with fire from heaven. A husband in political leadership, a beautiful home, round fertile ground, and a uncle-like figure in her life, her husband's uncle named Abraham, one of God's personal friends. How do you go from that to being found like a pillar of salt? No longer in the earthly value or heavenly soul loss forever. Well, uh, what she did is what we often do in our lives. When the angel told her to walk and to walk out of town and go where God told them to go, she turned back. As people of God, we can't turn back when God tells us to do something. When we're walking in faith, walking in the anointing, we have to keep our face toward the hill for which coming our help. For our help comes from the Lord. Don't let people distract you by turning you around. Uh, some people, I heard people preach this before. They said, oh, she was more concerned about the bridge meeting, the sorority meeting, and um, the work that she had back in Sodom, that she had to look back about her old friends. But when God tells you to move, you got to move. And don't look back. And don't let nobody take your anointing away from you. God said, get out of town and don't look back because I'm getting ready to destroy the place. You have to follow God's commandment. Whatever God has for you is for you. And what he's called you to do is for you. But you can't look back. You can't stop on your journey. Whatever you do, if you have to crawl, if you have to stumble, keep moving to what God has for you. She looked back and was turned to a pillar of salt. 
had everything that she could desire. She was blessed just like we are. With her husband, with her home, with her land, with Abraham in her life, being in favor with God where he sent angels to get you out of town to warn you about what was coming. But yet, on your walk out of town, you turn back. Wherever God is taking you right now, don't turn back. Wherever new height he's trying to get you to, don't turn back. Whatever new endeavor he's trying to bring you to, don't turn back. Remember the reason that you started off with God in the beginning. To make it home one day, to promised land not made with man's hand, but one day over in glory. You be with him forever. Don't give up now. You've come too far to turn around now. Sky's the limit. Keep walking. Keeping your eyes on Jesus. I'm going to say a prayer right now. If you believe by faith, I want you to say this prayer along with me. If you repent of your sins, repent means to turn 180 degrees from your own doings. And now 180 degrees back to God. You tired and you tried what man told you. Now you're coming back to God. If you repent of your sins and believe by faith that Jesus is the Son of God, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come now. I repent of my sins. Forgive me of my wrongdoing and the things that I did not knowing, not pleasing to you. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Wash me, cleanse me, create in me a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me. I believe that Jesus gave the Lord's Supper. I believe that he paid the sin debt for my sins. I believe that he went to the cross and died for my sins. Went to a borrowed tomb, but early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand, I believe. Now he sits at the right hand of God in a seat on my behalf. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. We love you. We're praying for you. Keep a smile on your face, for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.